Hey everybody, welcome to Two Old Roomies. We're doing our uh, back to school special because it's the first day of school. That it is, Adam. It is a Monday, it is August, and the kiddos are in school. So they're going to miss uh, the debut of this episode because they're going to be doing homework. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Who actually did their homework, though? It's going to be nerds. <laughs> That's who did their homework. It was not me. Um, Some fucking dweebs. I know. All right. So happy uh, first day of school, Jordan. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you, you so much. Do you have any memories of like a first day going back to school after summer? Yeah, for like for some reason, I was always so excited when the first day of school was rolling around, even though I hated school, you know, like as soon as the first day is over, it's like, wow, this sucks. I can't wait for summer. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, like just I, I like wouldn't be able to fall asleep the night before, you know, because I was just all I was worried about was like going to school and impressing all the little hoes. Dude, so. Christmas was like that for me. <clears throat> I could literally my I would wake up 10 times. Christmas Eve, I would go downstairs at like 6 a.m. Like, hey, it's Christmas. And I was like, no, go back to bed. Get out of here. They're still wrapping presents and like decorating. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like they hadn't mm -hmm. slept yet. And I'm like already waking up <clears throat> for Christmas. But yeah, first day of school. Um, my my biggest memory of my first day of school, it was um, my first day of sixth grade when I went to a new school for the first time. I thought I was going to ball hard as heck showing up in a Florida State Seminoles hat. No. We had a school uniform, and so I was like, all right, this is my chance to flex my personality. Florida State Seminoles with the Velcro on the back. And I just remember rolling up and getting straight bullied by all the Gator fans. Oh, no, at dude. School. Like, college football rivalries used to mean so much, I feel like. Oh, that's so lame. And I, I would just get straight bullied. Dude, oh, I could I could see it. I could see it. I used to have um I used to be like a little sneakerhead, little shithead in school. Sneakerhead shithead. And then um so I had like three pairs of like babes. Do you remember those? Yeah. You looked ridiculous. And they were like I was such a little clown. If I could go back in time and bully myself, I would do it. I mean Bape is cool <clears throat> now, but it's like streetwear made it come back like ironically. Yeah. Like people are yeah, wearing yeah. like the zip up, the hoodie that zips all the way up. <laughs> so you can't even see. It's like see. a T-Rex head. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And the thing too with our school having uniforms is like you couldn't even wear a hoodie in class that wasn't approved. And I remember there was this kid, Mike, that had this Volcom hoodie with like 50 colors on it. And he would wear it in class every day. And the teachers would always be like, hey, you can't wear that hoodie. He'd be like, oh. Come on. It was like straight tie-dye. Oh, like, how did you think dude, you were going to get away with that? I remember this um, this little thought in our class. Um, she was wearing a hoodie that wasn't, you know, it didn't have our school logo on it or whatever. So, yeah, like she couldn't wear it. And But it was like that rule was kind of like hit or miss just depending on the teacher, really. Some were like, yeah, yeah, right, right. Some were like pretty lenient about it. And then other ones were like sticklers, you know. So this one, the one of the teachers, she was like, you like take that off right now. Like you can't have that on. And then like the girl wouldn't take it off. And then so we're all just sitting there like, you know, like just take the fucking hoodie off. Like it's not a big deal. And then so like three minutes into this argument, she's like, I don't have anything on under this hoodie. And we're, so we're all just like, yo, she got her titties out. Just like rubbing up against that hoodie. Like, all right. And then so 
<clears throat> and then the teacher obviously didn't make her take it off, which was, you know, pretty cool of her. But yeah, <laughs> I remember too, you weren't allowed to wear a hoodie during a test. Um, oh, no, they changed, we didn't have that in ours. Yeah, it was after you left our school, they changed a bunch of the rules and they made a rule where you couldn't wear hoodies during a test and you had to put your backpack at the front of the room. And so one day we had a chemistry test and the teacher's like, all right, everyone take off your hoodies. And <laughs> a girl in our class like keeps looking around and our school uniforms were a Navy shirt with the logo or a white shirt with the logo or forest green. That was it. And... This girl is looking around. She she goes up to the teacher. She's like, can I not take off my hoodie? Like, She's like, oh, yeah, you have to do it. The girl had on a neon green tank top with zebra stripes instead of her uniform and had worn the hoodie. Oh, <laughs> so, no. So it's like the girl in my class, except right. this girl had another layer of clothing on yeah. underneath. Okay. But I'm thinking like if it's a test day and you only wore a hoodie, what would happen? Like, are you taking that test naked? <sighs> I don't even understand why, like, what the hoodie rage was all about. Like, we're in Orlando, Florida. I think I own two hoodies, maybe. <laughs> like, for those of you that have never been to Orlando, Florida, it is hot as the devil's dick. It is warm. All the time. You really don't need a hoodie ever, unless you're a beta. Or it's the one week in January when there's a cold front. And it's 20 degrees. Even then, I still rock shorts and a t-shirt. Well, our yeah. school uniform pants, the shorts were, like, comfortable. The pants, I think, were made out of Trisket boxes. Dude, like, they yeah. they were hard. Yeah, yeah. You remember? Okay, so all the girls, um, like, there was a... Their, their bottom of their shorts basically had to meet their, their fingertips if their hands were at their side. So their shorts couldn't be like little hoochie mama shorts. Yeah, like they're pretty much knee length. Camel toe in it. So anyway, all the girls would, like take the waistband of their shorts and like roll them like roll them up and then so you know taking the obviously making these shorts shorter and then they all, were all just like rocking these fat camel toes just walking around yeah we had a girl <clears throat> to get in trouble for wearing shorts that were too short to the mall and a teacher saw her and then wrote her up for that <laughs> no outside of like school outside hours of school hours which is crazy oh, because man. it's like you're at the mall. The there's a Victoria's Secret ad. Like you don't need to do this to this kid, poor kid, and give her an infraction. Yeah, that that something like that happened to me actually. Like, um, because I turned 18 the beginning of my senior year, and um, so I was I was a little hoodlum. I was smoking cigarettes and doing dumb shit with my friends and stuff. So one of my teachers like saw me smell like in my car. I guess like. Um, I don't even, I can't even remember. It, obviously I wasn't at school. I can't remember if it was after school for it was on, on a weekend, but one of the teachers saw me driving, like smoking a cigarette. And then they, they try to do the same thing. They try to get you in trouble. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, I'm 18 years old. I'm, I'm legal to smoke this tobacco. Well, you, you, know? you went to a Christian school the whole time, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. They, they made us sign a contract that we would behave a certain way off campus too. <laughs> Because we represented oh, the school. I can't remember if we had to sign anything like that. I'm sure you didn't, ju just judging by your friends. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There. <laughs> uh, but I want to tell uh, the listeners at home a story. I'm going to let you tell it about the infamous lunchroom debacle. That was like the second oh. day of school that you were at TMA. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So Adam and I both went to private schools like 
at least I went my whole life. I don't know about him. I did um, after fifth grade. After fifth grade. Okay. And then, so I went to two different private schools. I only went to Adam's school for one year and that's how we met, obviously. Um, so, so that year, it, that was freshman year. We're ninth grade. And then we only you, had a couple new people. And so I went with, yeah, yeah. And um, I went to that school with my buddy Trey. We both left our old private school, and then we were going to this new school. So it was cool. It was cool because like we knew each other. Like Trey's my best friend anyway, and we like we knew each other going into the school. So it's cool. Like we were both trying to like make new, like you know, find a group to like for both of us to hang out with and, and stuff merge. like that. Yeah, yeah. Like pretty much just we're, we're gonna throw ourselves into a group. And um, so we started sitting with like Adam and uh, our buddy David, um, a couple other people. And so anyway, we're we're in the lunchroom, and I go to sit down, and one of the one of the kids that's been there for he's I think he's been going to that school for a couple of years. He like I don't know if he was like just trying to fuck with the new kids or something, but he threw a ketchup packet underneath my butt as I was sitting down, and it just popped on my pants, and I had ketchup all over my ass. <laughs> so. And then our my buddy David told he was like, dude, that he's like that dude just threw a ketchup packet under you while you're sitting down. I I thought David was like trolling at first. I didn't know if like David did it and was trying to blame someone else. <laughs> so, but I was like, all right, this is like my first day of school. I can't like I'm not looking like no bitch. So I got up, I walk over to a completely different table, and I see this this dude. He's got like this like penis head haircut looking thing, and I'm like, yo. Like, can I, can I, are you going to eat that applesauce? And he's like, no, 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 here, you're, you're good. You can have it. I was like, all right, cool. So I peel the little Mott's tinfoil off the cup of the applesauce and I go up to the kid that threw it under, <laughs> under the ketchup packet under my butt. And I just cock back like a MLB all-star and just chuck this applesauce and it cups on his back. This like, is like point blank. Too. Yeah. You're like two I was feet away. Three, two or three feet away from this kid right behind him. And he's not looking at me, obviously. And so to make like if you've ever high fived someone and it makes that really satisfying like cupping noise, you know what I'm talking about. That's the noise it made. Oh, it was beautiful. And it was it was so clean. It just splattered all over him. Dude, this And then the lunchroom, like that side of the lunchroom went like dead silent. <laughs> And then everyone is just looking at me and I'm sitting there. I'm like, what bitch do something. And so, and then none of the teacher, I didn't even get written up, dude. I was like, what is this? Like I, I was, I was for sure. I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to probably get written up or go to detention or something. I was like, fuck it. I don't care. And then no one got me in trouble. Oh, it was beautiful. And moment. then even the, t the teachers that did see it, like they gave me props, like off to the, like, like not in front of everyone, but they were like, oh, I saw what you did. Like, that was hilarious. I was oh, like, what? Dude. Have you seen the Zapruder <clears throat> film? No. Dude, the splatter of the applesauce was like perfect. It looked amazing. Like it was the shape of the sun just right off his back. It was incredible. You you probably saw. You were there. But like the splatter pattern was amazing. Really? Yeah. I, it was I was in the moment. It yeah. was it was there was a lot going on. I was nervous. I was scared. Dude, it was sick. <clears throat> Another weird but, thing about the beginning of the school year at the school we went to is we had this thing, it was like retreat so we basically could bond with each other and that's where me and jordan really hung out because we we took this retreat which it's like i'm trying to figure out the best way to it's kind of like, it. like, like a like a church trip. camp kind of yeah but for like one and a half days so you just <laughs> stay overnight at like a mediocre campground with cabins and then you hang out with the same people you already knew 
And it's like, oh, we're team building and you can make new friends. But I met Jordan there because they had a skate park at this one place that we had our retreat for some reason, which nowadays having a skate park anywhere seems That's rowdy. made up. Yeah. And so we thought like, all right, we'll just hang out at the skate park and whoever else comes there will be our friend because in ninth grade, that's how you decide who's your friend. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, like, it's like, oh, he likes skateboarding. You got a like, skateboard. All right. all right, cool. And um, so our buddy Luke thought that, all right, this is my chance to make myself some friends. And <laughs> this was like around the time when Jackass was a big deal. Oh. <laughs> so everybody thought it was cool to do, like do little stunts. So <laughs> at this retreat, Luke didn't even skateboard. And dropping in is like that thing that takes you up to the next level in skateboarding, which if you don't know, it's when there's like a ramp that's like a quarter pipe or a half pipe. It's when you start at the top looking over it and you like yeah. fall into it and start skating. And it's pretty easy to fall when you do that the first couple times, especially if you don't lean forward. And Luke is a big boy. He's like, now he's like six, four probably. So, so as a ninth grader, mm, yeah. he was a pretty big dude. And he thought, all right, I'll be cool and I'll just drop in straight off rip. This dude straight up dropped in. I have not heard a fall this loud in my lifetime since. He hit the deck so hard in front of everybody and had this giant welt on his hip. And like, I swear this this ramp like cracked. That's how hard he hit it. <laughs> and then later on, there was like older kids there too. And... They offered him $5 to eat a live cockroach, and oh, he did it. I remember that, Bro, he dude. straight did it. He ate a living cockroach without chewing it. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, gee, that's he terrible. He said he could feel it crawling in his throat while he swallowed it. I was like, dog, <laughs> that's five not bucks? Nah. Like, And the thing is, in ninth grade, five bucks is low-key a lot of cash. Yeah. So yeah. like, even then, I was like, nah, five bucks is not worth it. Yeah, dude, that oh, that's that was so nasty. I for, I completely forgot about that. Honestly, I know. You just he was probably it up. hoping that we all did. <laughs> did you have any like moments in school when like you? I mean, you know how much more or how much everything can be so embarrassing while you're that age. You yeah. know, because like you're in try you're trying to impress everyone and like you're scared of like looking like a fool. Mm -hmm. Like, did you ever have like a moment that was just really embarrassing for like you? You take it super seriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In that moment. I remember in sixth grade, we had this project where we had to build a fake, like we had to make a model of a medieval castle for like English literature class. Mm. And I really wanted to make a real drawbridge. And we had like an hour to do this. <laughs> so I was like, yo, can we get a spool somehow? And like glue toothpick, like it was way too intricate. Right, of course. And my team kept being like, no, we don't have time for that or the materials. Like we're just gonna make it out of paper and cardboard like everyone else. And I'm like, no, we really need to figure out how to make a real drawbridge so we can get an A. Oh no. Bro, so I'm like starting to get pissed at these kids. And they're like, Adam, we're not making a drawbridge, period. Bro, I started crying. I was like, guys, and I'm new at this school too. I don't know a soul. So I'm like taking everything way too personal. Right. I go up to the teacher crying. I'm like, Miss Roland, they won't. Uh, but you were sobbing? I was crying a little. How, how, wait, what grade is this? I'm sorry. Six. Six. Okay, okay. So I'm like, you're 12. What, 12 and a half? You know, no emotional maturity. I go up to the teacher. I'm like, no one's listening to my ideas. 
and I frame it that way, like a complete douche. And she's like, oh, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, I have ideas for this castle. No one's listening. And she's like, oh, what's your idea? And I was like, we got to put a, I wanted to put a drawbridge. <laughs> she's like, how? How are you going to make, you Oh, so she classroom? just called you out. I know. I was she just like, made you look like an idiot. I was like, dang. She got you. Maybe I'm not smart. So you were embarrassed by that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I can see that. And then also, this is, um, this just shows how far we've come as a society. But it, we used to play a game called Smear the Queer in uh, PE, <laughs> which looking back. Did your PE teacher like, like we're like, all right, guys, come on. We're yeah, going to play Smear, Smear the Queer, queer today. Like the teacher called it that. Oh, gosh. Which nowadays, obviously, I would never <clears throat> say that as like a funny game or anything. Right, right. But we were playing Smear the Queer in uh, PE class, which already embarrassing, just looking back at that. And... I didn't bring my PE clothes to change into one day, so I just played in my uniform. So I'm already so muddy from playing Smear the Queer. And then I go to put on my belt because I took it off when we were playing and we had to tuck in our shirts. And for some reason I thought, and this is again, I'm like sixth grade. <laughs> I'm walking up to our teacher and there's other teachers walking by like for recess or whatever. And I straight up unbutton and unzip my pants to tuck in my shirt. Oh no. Like a little nerd. Yeah. So I'm like sh full on showing my boxer briefs and all the teachers are like, Adam, no, what are you doing? Like, you don't have to tuck in your shirt like that. <laughs> but I've only tucked <laughs> in my shirt after like pulling up my pants, right. tucking in my shirt and then buttoning. So I just thought that's how you did it. Oh, for like man. up until that day. Right. And my mom would tuck in my shirt into my underpants. So it wouldn't <laughs> ride up. So I'm like tucking my shirt into my pants, into my underpants. And everyone's like, dude, you got to. That's hilarious, you gotta dude. Stop. I'll what tell you. you? Um, yeah. Oh, a bad one. I was in kindergarten. So I was like six. And um, so we're on the playground. And so I don't understand. We had playground right before we had nap time. Right. Right. So I don't know if that's a, a good or a bad idea, but I would always have trouble falling asleep. Um, but anyway, so we're on the playground. We're like hanging out with all our boys. And then I'm like, oh, no, I shit myself <laughs> like a full log, dude. Like not even like diarrhea, like sharded. It's just like a full on log. And I'm like, wow, this thing is weighing me down. And so instead of like going to the bathroom, I, I was six years old. So I didn't like I don't think. I knew what to do. So I was like, or just like, I, I was like in shock in the situation, I guess. So we go back into the classroom and then our teacher's like, Oh, it's nap time. And then, so I like pulled my little mat out and I still got this fucking banger just hanging out in my underwear. You didn't change. No, dude. It's still <laughs> just, I'm carrying it around. And, um, so I go to lay down and it's like, like if you have like a pillow to support your lumbar in bed, you know how it like bridges you up. It was like that turd was lifting my butt off of the mat. And I was like, man, this is really uncomfortable. And then the, the, my little nap buddy next to me was like, what's that smell? And I was like, oh, I don't know, dude. Like, what did you think you were just going to go home? Like do the whole rest of your day? with the Dude, turd I don't hands? know. I have no idea. Um, but eventually I ended up going to the bathroom and just like plopping it out into the water. Oh no. Uh, Dude, how many kindergarten teachers do you think 
deal with like stupid stuff like that and it, their classroom just reeks of poop like kids don't know <laughs> they've never been away from their parents and then all of a sudden you're in charge like that's kind of scary yeah yeah that was terrifying dude you know how this is something that's probably relatable i remember the most random little stories from like elementary school like i can remember people's names and what they look like back then and just stupid stuff they said one time this had to be second grade at the latest i'm talking really young uh uh-huh. they had the remember the classrooms had a bathroom in them yeah yeah my yeah compared dude. to high school yeah, yeah. where it's like you got to walk across the campus so there's a bathroom in the classroom my buddy's like oh can i go to the bathroom he goes he's gone for like a weird amount of time where it's like more than a pee but way less than a poop and i just remember he sits down and so he might have been pumping one off right so so i just go did you pee or poop and he just looks and goes poop <laughs> and i'm like okay because i just wanted to know and when you're straight up like seven you don't care enough about anything to think like i can't ask someone if they peed or pooped but there's so many times nowadays where someone goes to the bathroom for a weird amount of time and i want to ask what they did in there but it's probably something like oh yeah i have a diabetes and i had to give myself insulin like you know you can't just ask someone what they're doing in the bathroom it's like a sacred palace yeah but back then it's literally did you pee or poop just out loud and he goes (laughs) poop and the teacher just was like, poop. Like, like if you're a teacher of kindergartners you're just like whatever right like that's yeah, the yeah. least that they could ha- that could happen oh that's so good dude the, another weird story i remember from elementary school is um we had this in school news network where every morning they would do announcements for the whole school and all the teachers would roll out the tv and tune into it i don't know if your school ever had that no, no, no. We didn't really have anything like that. So we're too a little too ghetto. So this girl that was a gymnast, her name was Jordan. She was like incredible at gymnastics, and we're in like fourth, fifth grade. She set a record for like the most pull-ups by a girl of her age group in like the country on live on that network thing. No way. Yeah. That's kind of hype. But dude, it was so boring because they literally made us sit there and watch it. And she did like a hundred pull-ups. She probably weighed 27 pounds. Right. Bro, you know how long it takes to watch someone do a hundred pull-ups? Oh, yeah. And they're doing, every single pull-up they do is a pull-up. It's not even like she's (laughs) doing anything. She's not stacking plates and like wobbling. She's just doing pull-ups till she can't do them anymore. And it was like, everyone was like, wow, that was so cool. But also kind of boring. (laughs) Like, I remember that being the first thing that was like, I'm proud of you, but it's Did you tell her she sucked? Nah, dude. Do you do you remember I was like scared of her? Were you afraid of girls like when you were that like young? She was ripped. Like no, no. no I'm saying like so were I you a, she afraid of like talking, oh, talking to girls? To yeah, dude. I would talk to girls on AIM. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. A- AOL and AIM Messenger. was a spot, dude. Bro, I would be because when someone logged in, you would hear their noise. Yeah, and then I would chat with all these ladies for hours like from three to to three p.m after school until bedtime i had mad hoes on AIM, and then we would get to school and see each other and it was as if none of yeah yeah you would not talk to them like i I couldn't even look them in the eye especially not like about what you talked about the day before right 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 and i remember um 
I don't remember who it was, but somebody had like a Linkin Park entry message. So when they logged in, it would be like, in the end! <laughs> it would just yell, in the end. And I would always scare the crap out of me. Were you friends with Karina on AM? Yeah. Do you remember her name? Oh no, what was it? It's Cool Flute 7. That's <laughs> Cool Flute 7. Dude, the best was Hayden Squadrito. His was D8 Date. Doctor 90210. And his, his thing was like, I'll give you dating advice. Bro, we're 14 and he's oh, like, so good. he's giving people dating advice, dude. And But the thing is, he was low-key smooth, like, with it. Yeah. yeah. And mm. and then we went to, did you ever go to Cotillion? No. Do you know what that is? No, I've never heard of that. So Cotillion is this thing. It's like etiquette classes for preteens. And you <sighs> basically learn how to eat at a nice dinner with like the right fork. You learn how to talk to people respectfully. You have to say sir and ma'am. And then there's like a dancing section where you learn to like, dude, it's like the most British. Like, honestly, if you're a prince, I feel like it's what you should go to. But my mom made me do it. Oh, no. No clue why. Didn't use so any is that, of it. So is that like a local thing in Orlando? Yeah, like they have it all over the place. But it's like lessons on how to be like right. a proper, like basically how to be a British person. Yeah, in this yeah. 1300s and me and hayden were the only two guys like he was the only guy i knew that was there bro mm. and we had at the end there's this dance and you have to wear like a suit or a tux and this guy rolls up in a white tuxedo no <laughs> like a way. 14 year old dude in a white tux that a black man would wear to church if he was 50 <laughs> and he looked incredible at the time we're in eighth grade dude I thought that that was how you slayed with the ladies was wearing like a white tux because of him. Really? Yeah. So dude. you always just wanted a white tux. Oh yeah. Like even in our band, when I played in a band in high school, I looked really hard for a white vest to wear on stage because I thought that would look cool. Oh man. Yeah. It was, it was one of those things where you just hear something from like, or see something from one person and you're young enough yeah, that you yeah. just think that's how the world is. Yeah. Until you realize it's not. I've I've been there, especially with like they're older than you, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, that, this is the move. Go like they know what they're doing. Yeah. You know? Dude, I remember L- Luke. Same Luke from the cockroach. He had his, from the cockroach. His AIM name was I Love, and then his girlfriend at the time's initials. Oh no! And then he had to like make a new account when they broke up. So I'm like, no, dude. <laughs> like your friends list, your custom oh, away man. messages, dude. They're gone. Oh, and dude, you, mine was RK Skate Dude, and the RK stood for <laughs> Reliant K. No, stop, <laughs> dude. That's what it was. Mine, I think mine was burnt frozen. It was, but the O was a zero. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that was so sick. That was tight. And I remember, I feel really bad about this now, but do you remember when there was no such thing as unlimited texting? You would get like 100 texts a month. Oh, yeah. And you had to like use them wisely. Yeah. And there like was this girl. Specific thoughts. Yeah. And there was this girl. I really feel bad about it now, but I think we all have things we feel bad about from like middle school just treating people kind of weird and i for some reason i just didn't like this girl that much but she wanted to be my friend and instead of and i was like kind of giving her weird like mixed messages like hey you know you know you dodge someone enough times you think they'll get the hint 
Yeah. It got to the point where I started telling her I ran out of texts so that she wouldn't text me. Oh, no. And then if she texted me, I would text back in all caps, like, I only have 21 texts left for the month. Like, please do not text me. I'm going to run out. Bro. And I would be like a savage to her because of that. Oh, no. But the thing is, I had unlimited texting the whole time. Wow. What a wild animal. Dude, I what feel, an absolutely, I feel like such a jerk. What a heartbreaker. I know. And then <clears throat> probably three months ago, I was at the store at Bath and Body Works, and I saw that girl there, and I straight up hid in the curtains because oh, I was like, no. if she sees me, dude, she'll like probably punch me in the face. Um, I remember I had a I had a girlfriend in, I think I was in sixth grade, but I we didn't speak to each other. Like we literally dated for like three days. Sue Ann had one of those. And did we did not say one word. And then at lunch, um, I would sit with like my shoulders like turn like she'd be over here <laughs> on my left, and I would like turn away from her and eat my food. Damn. And so then we'd have to like communicate through our other friend who like got us together. Yeah. And so I would like talk to her to tell my girlfriend something. And it was just the most cringy, like I can't believe I was so ashamed. Well, you had a real, actual emo like raw XD phase, dude. So oh yeah, I was a savage. Like I kind of missed out on all that, like wearing Osiris's and like a, P- a Pokemon tank top with like bangs and a lip ring. Yeah, but that was like I had you, a lot of lip rings. Yeah, dude, you were straight, not in a weird way. You but... were like that MySpace <laughs> savage. Uh, <laughs> You know what shoes David put me on? It was uh, Fallen's. Dude, Fallen the two With the Chris Cole shoes. Yeah, yeah. So the hardest shoes back then, and <sighs> I used to want these so bad, were Lakai's. Oh, I had Lakai's. I wanted a pair of I Lakai. I Lakai Vagrant was the shoe, and they were like discontinued before I could scoop them. So I ended up settling for like a pair of Globes that was close oh, enough. Oh, gosh. Bro, the other day, too, I saw this girl wearing Adidas with the three stripes. But the way she was sitting, it kind of had a shadow. So I thought it was, it was the Etnies? E of Etnies. No. And I was like, dude, is dude, that girl do you wearing remember, Etnies? Remember Etnies? Dude, oh, my gosh. All the babes had the gigantic puffy Etnies with a different color. The E, e yeah. And yeah. then they would match their accessories to the color of the E on their Etnies, dude. So edgy, dude. Now <laughs> I look back at those shoes. I'm like, first of all, if you dropped like a bowling ball on your foot with Etnies, it would bounce off because they were straight pillows oh yeah so dc's used to look like that too remember yeah and like all it was all those like douchey like oh dude uh remember dvs, DVS too? Oh, yeah i had gosh, a pair of dvs dude. uh i had a pair of dvs like loafer slip-ons that were plaid and oh, i wore them God. every day dude every day for like months <clears throat> and months and months until they were worn out. They were gray plaid, the were easily the worst looking shoes I've ever had. Yeah, and then even like DC, you could get those at like Ross mm-hmm. and skate and dude. And we would be gluing our shoes back together from skating. Dude, I had duct tape on my shoes. Like, oh, it's it so funny. Yeah, dude. And the thing too, skateboarding was the cool thing to do in like our eighth grade. Around then, I was never even talented enough to do the first trick i would go to the skate park legitimately weekly i would go to riverside i had a membership to van skate park and i couldn't do a i couldn't do an ollie 
consistently. Oh, no. So literally all so you I was were like doing, Franny, pretty all much. I was doing was riding the ramps in like a cool shape. Like, <laughs> oh, it would be fun to go down that one and then like turn around and hit that one. And then like right before I get to the stairs, I'll jump off and, and board. And you were getting in the way of all the good skaters. Oh, and then yeah. they were like, who's this? asshole yeah um and did, I, you, did your friends I, ever I have easily this? skateboarded 500 times at a skate park oh yeah yeah i remember couldn't I do re- a single trick yeah i remember that's how you and i met um what, what did your did your friends ever wear those like colored jelly bracelets or whatever silly bands no no no, no. before that like they were oh, like, like the gel Winstrom? like the emo like skinny like they almost look like rubber bands but they were colored and then if you broke one, like, I think, like, all the colors had, like, a different meaning. Like, one was, like, a blowjob. One was, like, a, like, a fuck, like, an, like, oh, an yeah, intercourse they, fuck. They tried to say, this is something that And we're, me like, up. 10. We're, yeah, the parents <laughs> on the news are always saying, like, beware, are your kids secretly doing <laughs> drugs? Like, check their yeah, backpack, yeah. and if their calculator has a sticker on it, it means they Dude. want heroin. And we're, like, what? Like, I'm pretty sure it just means I like yellow. But thanks, mom. <laughs> like those stupid bands, bro. And we're like we're like ten years old. Someone breaks it, it's like, well, oh, man, she's gotta she's gotta give me a blowjob now. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. So stupid. Oh. I love the thought of like straight up a parent being like, Timmy, you're wearing a green wristband and the mom just starts crying, like, I can't believe yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. I raised mm. you better than this and he's just sitting there with no clue. What's Absurd. Going on. Dude, that's and what that, happened. Um, the I love boobies bracelets. Oh, dude, kids. The, <laughs> those were the trick, though, because they were for charity to raise money to fight breast cancer. Right. And this kid, Bryce, that we went to school with, was wearing one. Of course it would be someone named Bryce. And oh, the teacher was God. like, you can't wear an I love boobies bracelet. And he's like, but it's for cancer awareness and research. And he got like, he was like playing dumb. Yeah, he's yeah. like, why can't I wear this? It's to raise money for, for cancer. Yeah, yeah, and he ended up like getting in a big fight with a teacher. Really? See, at our school, them. they they let us wear them at ours, but ours was yeah, really ratchet. They don't support cancer. People used to fuck in the stairwell. We need to hire someone to come censor this podcast after. Yeah, yeah, it's we'll over. get we'll get Trey in here. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Trey, Trey told me. His parents started watching this podcast because you and Fran posted it on Facebook. Oh, yeah. And now he's upset. Okay, okay, okay. Because they are saying, (laughs) or because he's like, now my parents are hearing all this crap you guys are saying and mentioning me by name. In my defense, okay, look, I forgot. Okay, first of all, I didn't think that many people would actually listen to our podcast. I thought it was only going to be our immediate group of friends. And lo and behold, all of my friends' parents that I have on Facebook are like messaging me and being like, oh, your podcast is really funny. And I'm like, dude, we were literally talking about Franny's ex-girlfriend shitting into a condom, no, freezing st- it, it, and dildoing herself. God, Jordan, <laughs> you... <laughs> Come on! The point is, that was too far. And, right, right. And here's one thing that Trey has said that is true. And I want everyone, I'm pointing right into the camera. This is true. When Jordan, this is, I'm quoting Trey. Adam, I love when Jordan says something real out of pocket. You just sit there and don't react. And he's right. Because you know what? I have a professional career that I'm trying to maintain. I don't think you understand, Jordan. I'm putting my life on the line for this podcast, which has brought me zero dollars. I'm providing the studio. I'm providing all the equipment. I'm providing the cups, okay? I'm doing all the editing. 
I've made zero dollars from this. And for all See, I know, this might be the thing that tanks me. I, and it's because of you cannot no, keep it in okay, line. I feel like you're the one that brings up more questionable stuff than me. You were talking about talking smearing about? queers earlier, dude. Dude, no. That's a football game. Right. That's but, a game we would play. You know, it's 2019. You know all these Bernie supporters are <sighs> really sensitive. And they're just, you know. Yeah. But it's, I'm just saying, everyone here, if you're going to cancel anybody... This is this this guy here. Yeah, yeah. I'm the I'm the uh, other side of the podcast. I'm the other host. Right. And if let's, you're listening, let's talk audio, about why. Let's let's veer off the school thing for a minute. Why is everyone so sensitive in 2019? Um, you know what? I'm gonna let you answer that. I know. Maybe we shouldn't steer. Maybe we should steer clear of this because this is dangerous territory. Well, so here's here's there's a couple thoughts on that that I have, and I'll actually answer it. Because I trust myself to not say something stupid. Okay, I don't. Um, so, in this era right now, if you look at between, let's say, 1776, our country's founded, right? Between then and maybe... Is that a fact? Yeah. Okay. Ma- maybe, well, that was the Declaration of Independence, right? So, between then and probably 1900... To then 1900 to 2019, and then even from 2000 to 2019, the world has changed more since the year probably 1990 to now than it ever did before then. So everything is going crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, I could see that. All of our needs are taken care of as far as like, I don't have to farm to eat. You know what I mean? Right. My kids don't have to farm. So, like, our species basically has socially evolved from I have to grow rice in my backyard or my family will die. That was, like, priority number one. Now you can go get food at, like, a vending machine. Okay? So your hours are not necessarily tied up trying to just make it. Okay? You don't have to so build now, a house from scratch. So now you have time to be really sensitive. Well, now you have time to... Everything. You have time to vocalize things. We have more of a platform now than ever. Like, there was nothing like Twitter back in the day. You you have Facebook friends when, like, let's say there's a shooting or oh my, an don't election. even bring that up. No, right just now. Facebook an election has been so toxic or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Do you have friends who will write a straight up full on article? Yeah, everyone I know turns into a goddamn politician. Right. As soon but, as something like this happens, it's so fucking annoying, dude. So back in the old days, a if there was a, um, I don't want to just talk about shooting. So let's say there was an event. Like 9-11. Yeah, so we're in Florida. There's an event in Washington State. Chances are we're not even going to hear about it back then unless somebody physically tells us, oh, my gosh, did you see what happened in Washington? And then we're going to go, oh, wow, that's crazy. And then guess what I'm going to do? Go back to plowing because plowing the fields is all we got. Plowing who? Plowing the field. (laughs) Now we also have a platform where we can receive the news, but also push back into it, and we can make our voice heard. Whether right. or not that's a good thing, it's terrible. Is yet to be seen. It's very bad. But we've had a lot of good social change. Yeah, too. yeah, of course, of course. Like the fact that even like June was Pride Month, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Every brand made their logo a rainbow. 
mm-hmm. and had Pride Month initiatives and specials and all that stuff. And I saw people complaining about it. Like, I saw gay people complaining, saying they're just bandwagoning. And I'm thinking in my head, like, man, in the 60s, you would have never seen that because the amount of social change we've had just since then. Oh, yeah. It's like Starbucks made their logo like a rainbow or whatever. Uh And they had like a pride, this and that. And people were straight up complaining about it. But I'm like, you wouldn't have seen that five, even 10 years ago. So the social change is coming faster and faster. And it's getting to the point where it's like, it's getting rowdy. People are complaining that it's too changed. So I don't know. It's just, yeah, people are sensitive, but it's also. I'm not even. I'm not even injustices. I'm not even mad about the the social changes. That's that's all cool. Right. But then you get you get these try hard like social justice warriors on Facebook. You know, I'm sure you've seen them too. And then it's just like I all I want to do is comment on the status and be like, you're an idiot. So here's, but then it's like that person, like we're kind of acquaintances, you know, so right. it's like... It would be weird. Yeah. Well, I think <clears throat> one thing we can't do is like start looking backwards and blaming people for that stuff. Like I was saying there was a game called Smear the Queer. Is that funny? No. Is it acceptable now? I don't think so. But back when I was in eighth grade, that was just what our PE teacher called it or whoever it was. I don't know if the teacher really called it that, but... You know what I mean? Like, whatever it is, I'm just saying, like, in in movies, they've had a big, th- like, you know what I mean? You, yeah. I would be wrong to go back to, like, a movie from 2000 and cancel, like, Ed Helms because he was in something where they said the F word. Not, right, of you, course, you know which yeah. one. Like, that kind of stuff is just different than it was now and we can't apply those these current standards to the past and right. hold mm-hmm. and hold someone accountable for it obviously there's things that people did in the past that we should hold them accountable for but all this social change i think it should be forward facing like all right we're moving forward cool who cares what will ferrell maybe said in 1999 yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what I think, but that's I fair. get what you're saying. That is fair. But yeah, it's kind of one of those things because virtue signal- signaling is like a good way to get points with some people. Other people are sick of it. A lot of people are just talking into the void. You just post a Facebook post and it's like, who's even reading this? You wrote 13 pages on why yeah. Elizabeth Warren, blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, who cares? Like... People aren't going to read that and change how they vote. Oh, yeah, yeah, for or sure. That's you, my favorite part is, like, they actually think they're going to, like, convince someone to sway on their beliefs. You know, I'm like, stop wasting your time. You're a fool. The way you I know? see it is, think about, is there stuff about yourself you don't like? Absolutely not. Okay. Let's like ha- what? Like, I don't know. I don't like that the right side of my mustache is longer than the left. No, like bad habits or ways that you feel about things that you wish you didn't anything like that um bad habits well just like anything you would change like hygiene stuff sure whatever yeah I'm, I'm, I'm sure it could come up with something i'm just saying like think about how hard it is to change yourself right and then apply that to another person exactly it's like you are gonna have a hard time just making positive change in your own life and it's a growth arc 
you can't apply that to someone else and change them on facebook <laughs> especially on facebook <laughs> fucking idiots i know it's crazy but so what are we getting to next? Next school. Should we do some... Uh, oh, some unpops? Some unpopular <clears throat> opinions. Yeah. I tried to get some uh, diverse ones. I tried... Oh, yeah, yeah. I tried to get some misconnections for you guys this week, too, but it's been real dry out there lately, yeah. so... Oh, one thing I did want to bring up before we <clears throat> do unpopular opinions. We all went roller skating at a roller rink a couple days ago. That we did. that was some first day of school level hanging out. <laughs> Because every single person there that was there is now at school, except us. We are the only people there. I mean, there were some older people, I guess, but lots of kids. And you know what I thought before we went? Man, I haven't been roller skating in a very long time. And there's a good reason for that. And I wonder why that is. And now I know. It is the perfect activity to do once a decade. Yeah, yeah. Because hmm. you go, you remember it sucks. It takes 10 years to forget that it's just okay. And then you go, huh, that would be fun, I bet. I haven't done that in so long. Not hating. I had a good night. However, if you hit me up this Friday and said, hey, do you want to go back to the rink? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Hard no. Hard no. So I'm not doing it. I did have fun. I'm not hating. But I'm not going next week. Yeah, that's... I feel like that's a, that's kind of how it is for a lot of things. Like, I put ice skating in that category. Oh, ice skating, bowling is definitely one of those. If you're not into trying right, to win, right. it's like I could go bowling once I a year. I could almost see putt putt being in that category, but putt putt's kind of fire. Well, we have so many good courses here. Yeah, yeah. In Orlando, it's hard to say no to putt putt. And top golf slaps. Top golf is really fun. Yeah, top golf is cool. I was, I was so I was getting too scared at top golf to like really wail on the ball because my hands get sweaty and i was getting like really nervous that the club was just gonna fucking get yeeted out there dude i would love to see you swing so hard you just straight yeet yourself right off yeah yeah so next time i got a top glove top glove i'm gonna gonna put a glove on my left hand and so i can just crank it and not have to worry about like the club going up yeah dude i was thinking about just bringing a slingshot just shooting them out that way (laughs) It'd probably be more accurate. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so let's hit some unpopular opinions. Some unpoppies. And, um, yeah, let's just get going. What time are we at, by We're the way? At about 42, 43. Oh, We're doing right. pretty good. So here's unpopular opinion number one. This comes from Africa Panther. Love the name. 90% of the time, strong female characters in films aren't actually strong but just major a-holes. I've seen a lot of strong female characters lately that take on this persona that being pushy, abrasive, and an overall dick makes them a strong woman. And then this is what got me. I'll just go ahead and state that I support female empowerment. <laughs> I, I like that. I like where that what that guy's talking about because I feel like it's kind of true. Yeah. Like in... I'm trying to think. Um, like what was the Jumanji, the remake with the... Yeah. The who is that lady? The redhead, mm-hmm. or just in, or even like Black Widow and like the Avenger. Like, yeah, it's kind of just like they're just they're honestly just being bitches at the end of the day. They're being but, mean to men, yeah, to but, prove they don't need them. But the, here's the thing: this is how they rope your average simple-minded male in, 
and I'm not one of those. That's why I can recognize. And so they'll they're just really attractive, or what society, you know, right. I, society's idea of a very attractive woman, and that they're allowed to just be a bitch because they look <laughs> like how they look. Okay. Right. Right. And all these guys are like, yeah, that's that's fine, man. I'd let her slap me around, you know, blah blah blah. So here's <clears> my <throat> thing about it: being mean to men doesn't prove anything except you're mean like right now it's like oh let's prove that we don't need a man or what like i'm a strong independent woman hot girl summer whatever it is that's all well and good but i don't think that you should make it like a bad thing to have a man or like men either right because there are a lot of women out there who just want to hang out with their boyfriend and have a good time and like they don't mind if he holds the door or pays for dinner right and i wouldn't like discourage that kind of behavior either i would say all right if that's how you want to be then that's how you want to be the same as like a lot of women say oh i don't want to just be a stay-at-home mom i j- i want to go out and make a real career for myself like i'm not just going to settle for being a stay-at-home mom it's like that's kind of insulting to women who do want to have a happy domestic life Right or whatever it is, like I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this, Adam. So get ready, put your uh, put your pants on. So, I I believe in equality, right? I believe equal rights for everyone. Can I just make an interjection? Yes. Anytime you start a sentence like that, it's going down. It's going down. I know. That's I'm the best. Aware. I am aware. Thing you so say. everyone, strap up. Get ready. Should I just take the headphones off? Yeah, just get ready just to end plug it. Them in. Just get ready to end the podcast early. Forty-five minute episode tonight, boys. Um, so anyway, I believe in equality, right? I, I disagree with where you're going with this already. But I believe feminism is not about equality. Feminism is pushing the idea that women are greater than men. Do you agree or disagree? Case by case. I I've seen now here's the thing. This is going to take that internet thing back into consideration. I've seen a lot of crazy takes online from feminists. Oh, of course. And yeah, I've they're seen a the lot radicals. They're psychos. So my thoughts on all this is take um, take the descriptive part of it out. So let's say if you wanted to tweet something about any group of people, if you swap it with the other side of it, and it would offend you, you shouldn't say it. Example, we if a if a feminist just goes on Twitter or whatever Uh-oh. and posts all men are trash, like and that's what they post. Yeah. If anyone else switched men out for women or switched it for trans people or black people, if you switch it for any other category and it sounds way worse, then I don't think you should say it. Right. Like that's just my thoughts on it because it's like if i couldn't say it about any group of people you shouldn't say it about any group of people yeah so that kind of thing is a peeve of mine but there are a lot of feminists who are really about equality because that's what the whole thing was kind of founded on. right but then you have there's a lot of bandwagoners who are there just to like hate on men because they're mad at their ex or whatever like that stuff happens yeah and mm. i see it more online than i do in person like you don't really see that in person because people are generally pretty nice to each other in person i'm i'm gonna get some more you know what we're, we're going off today i'm gonna get some so more backlash Jordan's for this popular yeah here we go i also feel bad for 
not really feel bad, but like, it's kind of weird how like straight it's bad now to be like a straight white male. And like people are just openly racist towards straight or white sexist. males or sexist. Yeah. Or like, you know, just towards white people in general. And it's, it's okay. Like people are thinking it's okay to do like say that, but if you were to switch that and put right. another, a different race in what you're saying about white people, like everyone go ballistic. So a devil's advocate <sighs> would say, and I've had this discussion before, right? Um, somebody, I talked about this with someone and they said like, you have to think of it from, oppressed versus oppressor and that you have to weigh it differently so i was told and this is just what i was told by a couple people in a discussion i had over a cup of coffee basically if you say something about men or white people or whatever it's different because a minority or women aren't a minority they're just the other because that's about 50 50 basically the oppressed side is allowed to take shots at the oppressor side, which I'm kind of like, eh, yeah, but also you bad person for doing it. No, too. I don't like, think like if there's a hashtag, there's a hashtag stop white people 2019 and people will post videos of white people doing like stereotypical white, white stuff. Right. Of course. And I'm like, I'm looking at that and I'm like, this is really funny, but you didn't need to bring it into that racial category. I guess. Because yeah. then I saw a guy on Twitter straight up. I'm going to find the tweet. It was real bad. Um, and this is how people actually feel. Was it about the whites? It was a white guy who was born white and straight and literally put on Twitter. Um, all right. Let's see if I can find it. Um, well, Adam's looking for that. I'm here just going to say. I found it. Oh, okay, here we go. It was, a, it was a girl, actually. She posted. And she has verified on Twitter. I'm sorry I was born white and privilege, privileged. It disgusts me and I feel so much shame. That's wow. tweeted by someone like verified. It has thousands of retweets already. So when I see that, I'm like, man, we're really doing a good job of making white people feel bad about the way they were born, which goes against the whole don't be racist. Thing. Right. Yeah. So it's I just get where you're being saying. very hypocritical. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, if somebody – no, you're right. You're right. There's nothing you can really say about that. If you want to come <laughs> Just at me don't for be being... shitty towards white people, you know. Right. Be, like, or anybody. And, like, I, it's weird that, like, society feels like it's okay for people to down-talk white people, you know. Well, you're not even really – And I'm, I'm, I'm brown. Asian. For yeah. all of our listeners out there, I'm brown. I'm, I'm not biased. Right. So I'm I'm in the middle here. The sad part is there <clears throat> will be people who just disagree with that. Actually, like, I I guess I'm yellow. <laughs> there will be people out there if you know if you play this podcast to enough people, there are going to be folks that disagree with you, and that's the sad. Oh, of that's course, sad. yeah, like, yeah, of course. No, we shouldn't. It's not the same, and it's like yeah, it's not the same historically. But I'm 26. I you know what I mean, like. I'm not, I shouldn't be held accountable for anything that has happened since the day, like before the day I was born. You know what I mean? Right. It's yeah. not anyone that's alive right now's fault of anything that happened in the past. Obviously, there's stuff that happened in the past while like our grandparents were alive. Yeah. But like, that's I'm 26. Like... I've only been an adult for eight years. I'm basically eight years old as an adult. 
right. what am I supposed to have done in eight years? Like, all we can do is acknowledge what's happened and then try to move forward and be good to each other. Exactly. So, and that's what we are all about over here on Two Old Roomies. Right. It, that's really what it's all about. Just kindness all around. Yeah, you know, nice. I'm, I'm a kind person, very humble, just a gentle soul. Yeah. Exactly. So right, let's we, get these we last have some more two unpops. Uh, unpops, and then we'll get, wrap this bad boy up. Preheating the oven is a scam ran by the government to take your money. Every effing time I buy frozen pizza, I put that sassy bitch in right when I start the oven. Sassy bitch. Why? Because I figured it out. That's right, Uncle Sam. I'm on to you. The directions for my favorite pizza are to heat the oven to 425 degrees Fahrenheit and cook for 15 minutes. My oven takes 14 minutes to preheat. So this whole cooking process takes 30 minutes? No way. Fat chance, buckaroo. When I shove my pizza in that oven prematurely, I add three to four minutes to compensate. That means I wait a total of 18 to 19 minutes versus 30. And guess what? Tastes delicious. Ask any of my friends. Wow. Any of them. Any of them. I cook them frozen pizzas all the time, and they can't get enough, thanks to my unequivocal superior intelligence. The pizza turns out just fine, and it poses no health threat. Source? I've been doing it for 12 years. Wow, that's a long time. So nice try, Mr. President. I know you want all of us to cook our pizzas that extra 10 minutes to make us use a little extra electricity. Yeah. That's okay. And then here's the last one that I'm going to read. Actually, I'll let you read this one. All right. For the record, so Adam doesn't show me these prior to the podcast. So these are all new to me as well. So I have no idea what I'm about to read. All right. Mona Lisa is ugly as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not no. So good. All right. I'm talking about the girl. The painting itself is beautiful, but man, Mona Lisa is mad ugly. Da Vinci literally went to his local library and picked up some random ass girl. I'm sorry, but you 1600s hoes are mad ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, we leave you. Thank you so much for watching our back to school oh. special. It really means a lot. We yeah. hope you have a good first day of school. Um, yeah, and just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, keep being nice to each other. You know, let's let's kill them with kindness, everyone. Yeah, let's kill them with kindness. You just know, everyone be kind. Everyone aspire to be like me. And always remember hashtag Stop White People 2019. Yes. All right. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, mate.